Parker, I heard this new TikTok trend. You're on TikTok? Well, sometimes. I mean, you see people oh, will link okay. to it on Twitter. Oh. Or like like my dad sends TikToks in a family group chat sometimes. Your dad's on TikTok? Yeah. Yeah. Oh. So, you know, you, you take the link and then it opens up the TikTok app. So I have the app for ease of use, but okay. I'm not scrolling. Okay. I'm not scrolling. All right. And I heard this new uh, this like new TikTok sound that's like popping off, like it's going viral. Yeah. And have you heard it before? You know what I'm talking about? I'm, I'm not a big uh, tick tick head talk okay. head. TikToker. Okay. Well, here I'll just I mean people at home, you guys have probably heard this before. It goes like this: Use Gold Room 15, use Gold Room 15, HouseUnitedSports.com, and use Gold Room 15. Have you heard of this? Yes, I have. And ladies and gentlemen, you're hearing it now too because we're uh, excited to announce our our little sponsorship deal with House United. Um, so please, if you want to support the show, support us, support Appalachian State players. That's right. Please support House United and use our our code for fifteen percent off. For fifteen percent off, Gold Room fifteen, Gold Room fifteen, Gold Room fifteen, Gold Room fifteen. That's HouseUnitedSports.com. <laughs> Use Gold Room 15. And on the real, they he uh they just dropped some new merch for Demetrius Taylor, and they have this NASCAR the the Meech hoodie. It, it says Meech, but it's in like that NASCAR font with, with like little stripes, the, the yeah. stripes next to it. It looks sick. It is unbelievably cool. That's cool, I, and it's forty bucks. Yeah, it's a great value. Really affordable for a great nice value. hoodie. And then they've got the uh the faded Yosef hoodie mm-hmm. matching Sean Clark. Shout out Sean uh, Clark's faded hoodie on Twitter. Exactly. You <laughs> you can buy your own Clark's faded hoodie. And 20% of all revenue goes back to the Osef Club. Boom! That's right. So one more time, let me hit you with the jingle, and you can sing it back while you're in the car. Use Gold Room 15. Mm-hmm. Use Gold Room 15. Uh-huh. HouseUnitedSports.com and use Gold Room 15. Ow! Now to the program. Welcome back. You're in the Gold Room, presented by Will Strickland and Parker Stone. Big dubs, big dubs. Big dub over Georgia State. Lonely, sad Georgia State. They just can't get it done. No. Just, no. 0-8. Oh, so, and eight. So, me and Cone Bouncer were watching the game together. Um, wristbands, wristbands. Is Georgia State the only school in the Sun Belt that has not beat us before? I I, I don't know if Arkansas State's beat us before. Um, That's the, Arkansas State has beat us. I okay. know for a fact. I remember one year they were very, very good. Um, South Alabama, maybe? Texas yeah. State? Yeah. South Alabama, Texas State. The list got smaller last season. Yeah. Because Louisiana and Coastal, and Coastal both beat us. There. But the list is very small. They're the only school in the East that's never beat us. Yes. Troy has, yes. Georgia Southern has, Coastal has. Right. So, uh, yeah, Georgia State, um, 0-8 on, historically, that have never beat us. Um, certainly, you know, last year was a 17-13 win for us, which was very close. And this is a random thought. We talked about this a little bit earlier today. It, it It's almost like the – Reverse Mandela effect. I have zero memory of last nope. season. I, I can't. I don't remember anything that happened in that Georgia State game last year. Can I, I remember, tell you one play? I remember the Louisiana game, vividly. The Coastal game, vividly. The Marshall game, all losses. Yes. And I remember. I think I remember the the Dirty Myrtle Bowl. 
Yeah, I people's remember people, people's big day. Right. Yeah. But uh, did we play South Alabama? Because if we did, I wasn't there. I didn't watch that. <laughs> yeah, I can't. yeah, we did because it was their new stadium. It's empty. Uh, right. Georgia State, like, obviously that was a close game. I was probably very nervous watching it, and yeah. I probably tweeted about it. Yeah, we probably. But I have no memory of that of last it's season. It's just at a all. super forgettable. It's very strange. Yeah. So if anyone else feels like they also have no memory of the 2020 season, let us know. Uh, let us know if there's like a anti Mandela effect going on right now. All right. So we did not play South Alabama last year. Then we played. Did we have a close game against Texas State? 38-17. I think that game was close at some point, though. That might have been like a one of the – we had a couple games last season where it was close at the half and then ended up not being played, Right. Which was kind of like how yesterday went. Yeah. Yeah. Actually, the, what a segue. By the way, I'm Will Strickland. I'm Parker Stone. <laughs> we need to get better about, about introducing ourselves. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's a, uh, a good uh, way to kind of recap the game. So we went in the half, I think it was 14-10, 17-10, something yeah. like that. It was, you know, a one-possession game. It was still pretty close. We looked real good in the first few minutes, first defensive and offensive drive. Yeah. Um, it was Sean Jolly that had the that big, big interception, big, right? Yep. So that was huge, and we we marched down the field well, and, and, got and they six. switched quarterbacks. Uh huh. We forced right. them to switch quarterbacks immediately in yeah. this game. Yeah. So and then after that, after the first drive or so, it kind of kind of kind of deflated kinda, real quick. Yeah. So I was a little bit worried, and again, we did this weird thing where we used timeouts at the fir- at the end of the half to get the ball, and then we don't we don't do anything aggressive. And, and, and people say the holding call forced us to to stop we had so much time there right it just seems weird why bother yeah why why attempt to save time to not use the time right and then we ended up we ended up getting a first down and we ended up like at the 40 yard line with like 45 seconds left and we ran one play after that yeah i think we went to half with a timeout in our pocket yeah, I think we kept that timeout. Which is, again, very weird. If we're playing they aggressive... They don't stack. No. They don't, just don't carry over. <laughs> they don't carry over. It's like PTO. <laughs> Use it or lose it, baby. So, it's it's again, it's weird. Why bother using the timeouts to get the ball back and then in the half of the timeout in your pocket? Yeah. You might as well use them up and do something with it. Um, but second half, we came out firing, and, I mean, the game ended 45-16. That included a, a garbage time touchdown for Georgia State. It may have been our second, third stringers against their first stringers. Yeah, there there were some some people I did not uh, no. recognize. But no. shout out to uh, you know who impressed me during this garbage time. Go ahead, Dublin, 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 number forty. Oh yes, that he had an impressive little little run there. Mm-hmm. Is Sack. that a linebacker? I think so. Yeah, no, I, I remember. Yeah, I remember seeing his jersey and be like, okay. Hello, Mr. Dublin. Dublin the Gooblin <laughs> is what I was calling him. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, big ups to number 40. I, I was I, very impressed. Super athletic guy. Right. Got right up in, in Georgia State's quarterback's face, forced that uh, yeah. that wonky pass. Yeah. Um, Chase Bryce, 30 for 20, or 20 for 28. 30 for 28. How about that? <laughs> he had more completions than attempts. That's how good he is. How co- 20, <laughs> 20 for 28, uh, 326 yards, three touchdowns. No interceptions. That's yeah. the first game of no interceptions, right? I don't know off the top of my head, but I think so. He had one against Marshall. 
Elon. Elon, there was an interception. Miami. And Miami, there was an interception. Maybe not ECU. ECU, I'm not positive. ECU didn't. I don't think there was a turnover. But this was, this was good. I mean, yeah. 300 pass yards Clean game. in any situation is, is and, good. I and mean, he showed, I mean, he that pass to Sutton was mm. beautiful. Bread basket. Yes. Yeah. He had another really good one Have, to, to Malik. Yeah. The, the second touchdown we had in the half, that was yep. really good. Um, still, and I and I tweeted this. I think some people weren't quite understanding what I was focusing on. He and these are all completions, which yeah is better than incompletion. But we have these, you know, backfield like maybe a one yard pass. Like the person's not even crossed the line of scrimmage yet. Yeah, maybe like Noel goes wide. Just short like little that. out routes. Like yeah, right, or maybe even one or two yards past line of scrimmage. Yeah, our and offense it, is full, and it's off center. The person has to reach back. Person has to jump. Person has to bend down. That's the difference in two or three yards, mm-hmm. and that can be the difference in a first down. Yes. So he's Chase is showing he's got a deep ball. Yeah. He's got no problem with that. He we're putting up six points every time he hits a deep. To ball. the point where I don't understand why that's not more of our <laughs> offense. Like I'm not sure with with his arm talent, why aren't we running the air raid? Right. Uh, but something about these little short passes, it's again they're yeah. completions. So obviously they're good enough. But they could be better, and mm-hmm. I think that could change our, our offense for the better if we start getting more precise. It didn't with that. matter yesterday against Georgia State, but no. playing coastal, and coastal, it will matter. matter. Yeah, plays like that will matter. Yeah, 100%. especially against a better defense. Right, Coastal's defense is legit. Yes, they have a very very coastal talented is a defense. legit team, and I know some of you listening may be steaming right now and just but they haven't played any big chickens. Coastal, let, okay, let's. They haven't played anyone. Okay, they win every game by forty. Exactly. They had one close game they, against, against Buffalo, Buffalo, but they still won. They beat Monroe what fifty three to six, something like that. Yes. We are. We did that yesterday, but we didn't do that against Marshall, who lost to ECU no, and it, a bad Middle it, Tennessee that, team. That's that Marshall win does not look as no. Good. We didn't do that against Miami, who that loss looks worse, worse and worse now. every week. Yes. We didn't really do that to ECU. No. We, we controlled. They we had a garbage time touchdown. We we could have put ECU away a lot. Right, we we that could have been a 40, 50 right. point game. So Easy. if you have that take where they haven't played anyone, we haven't either. Yeah, we- and I think Coastal, <laughs> Coastal I think realizes when you look at the poll, you know we're big on we we're not getting poll votes. I don't right. know why. What's going on? A Where's our votes? Of, a lot of poll watchers don't watch every game, especially when it comes to the G five teams. They look at the box score exactly. So when they see the Coastal's beating teams by 40, 50 points. They, that, Which one's they, more, they what's more impressive? That when they vote, a one point win against uh, what now a two and two Marshall? Yes, or a 40, 50 point win against it's, a conference against team. Monroe? Right. Yeah. Now we know Monroe sucks, but again, the whole, that's the point. Exactly. If they suck, act like it. Beat them by forty. Beat them by fifty. Yes. Like, We're we not want, doing that. We want to call other teams bad. We need to beat bad teams by a lot. Yeah. Especially when we have the capability to absolutely destroy people. And we showed it. 45 to 16, take away that garbage on yes. touchdowns, 45 to 9. And the second half, we opened up the playbook. We took mm-hmm. our shots downfield. We said we have four super senior wide receivers who use it while you got it. Several of them might be playing on Sundays next year. Mm-hmm. Let's go ahead and open it up. Right. And also, then- shout out Christian Wells. I yeah. love when he's yeah. on the field. He was a standout for me last season. He's had that exciting big to touchdown watch. this year. Very exciting to watch. Or on Saturday. So shout out Christian Wells for that touchdown. Um, running back was a little bit of a storyline. Yeah, a lot of people were very confused. First off, uh, big big ups to Anderson Castle, who was put out as the the second running back. <laughs> Are we calling him White Castle now? Yes, uh, <laughs> Cone Bouncer. Comb, that we're gonna have credit Cone Bouncer with that. His nickname is White Castle. 
I think that is a beautiful nickname. Take him to White Castle. <laughs> Get a little burger. So yeah, we uh, we start the game. Noel takes snaps. Cool. He ran a muck on mm-hmm. Marshall. Excellent. And he was running muck the first several drives. Yeah. And then Castle comes in, and we're like, oh, this is not what we've been doing. <laughs> and Castle got a drive, two drives. He had a, a touchdown. Well, well, he eventually had a yeah, touchdown. Yeah, eventually had a touchdown, but. It, he so Noel goes out after our first scoring drive, and then Castle gets a drive, and then I think he comes in to start the next drive. Right. So at this point, we're kind of everyone's kind of like, hmm, I don't this think Peoples is, is playing. <laughs> Which, yeah, it, Peoples. It, it has come out that he had somewhat of an ankle injury. He was dressed in there. Right. I think it was one of those if they need him to come in, he was going to come in. Same thing with Harrington. Harrington could have played. Right. He was about 50-50, I think. So I but think, we've got a big game coming up against Louisiana. They yeah. no risk. And Give we're playing, extra 10 days. We're playing a bum team. Like, might as well let him rest. No, that's that's right. smart, you know. But they have were, them there just in case. Right. We had four running backs come in, I believe. We had Noel, Castle, uh, Jameer Smith, the yes. Notre Dame no- transfer. Yeah. which uh, Who looked good in the drive. Maybe now. the first. He, we may have seen him in another game, but I don't remember him really doing, doing much. Yeah. He but it's interesting that Castle is above... Jameer Smith in a, rotation. A former four-star running back. I would like to know more about that. Yes. About how Castle's beating him out. It was a limited drive. We Smith really only had one drive, but he, he looked pretty good at that drive. Yeah. Kind of was one of those. Uh... And we had a fourth running back, I believe. Actually, I can pull it up right here. Um, we had, I, Whoa, wait a minute. Hold up. We had Noel, White Castle, Jameer Smith, uh, G. Montgomery, Gabe Montgomery, and... Uh, is that Malik Tucker or Milan Tucker? Yeah. So we had five running backs. Get snaps. Get the rock. Which, you know Which what? is good. That's really, you know, I think it's going to lead into a conversation we're, we're going to have talking about a lot of people on Twitter, us included, wanted a a young quarterback to get snaps at the end of that game. Hold on. Before we get there, let's talk about why we thought Chase Bryce should not play for the rest of the game. Coach Ponce put a hit out on my man Chase. Oh, we want to get into that now? <laughs> Let's talk about that. Well, uh, wrapping up the running back conversation, it is very nice that a lot of guys that are going to be here for several years yep. got game reps. Right. I'm very happy about that. Yep, exactly. I think we did a much better job on uh, Saturday of getting some youngins worked yep. in. No, when, like when you're up four, 45 to whatever it was at the end, put you should have five running backs hit touches. Yeah, so that, that was awesome to see. Um, and I think because of what we were seeing with the running backs, we wanted to see something similar with the quarterbacks. So, uh, Huseman, of course, love having Huseman around. He finished out the game, but, um, Chase Bryce was damn near murdered. Headhunted. In Atlanta, Georgia. <laughs> the call that was made, if you guys don't remember what we're talking about, it was, uh, what do you call it? We're just beyond midfield. We're like at the 45-yard Philly line. special, flea flicker. I mean, yeah. what do you call it? Philly special. That, Philly special. It, it was the Philly special. To Malik. Yeah, Malik. Who then the passes it to Chase. Not a great pass, but he's not. Uh, it's it's a, a wide receiver wearing gloves. Right. Throwing on the run. Right. Chase gets hammered. Because he kind of he kind of got a pass like the ones he throws on the short balls he kind of has to reach out for it right yeah so that puts him in an awkward position he doesn't catch it and as he's turning slow motion no which clocked absolutely dirty hit from the Georgia State yeah player. that was that, that is textbook targeting he launched into Chase Bryce's head that was dirty which you know what dirty players when you when their quarterback 
is sitting right there for you to hit. A dirty oh, player is going to take that hit yeah. ten, 10 out of 10 times. Yeah. So, I mean, I'm glad we made that we, – we called that play. I mean, we were, you know, final seconds of the game, and we're down three. Just really need to get in a field goal range, right? Yeah. No, 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 that wasn't it. No, we were down a, a touchdown and needed to cross the 50-yard line, right? Uh, we were on – we were in the red zone on the goal line. Oh, it's fourth and goal. We have to score here. Right. And it was to clinch the Sun Belt East, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hmm. Actually, no, no. no none we of were, those things. We had a We were massive, up 15 points. And it was on the 45-yard line. Right, 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 right. And it wasn't third down. So it sounds like there was no reason to call that from what you're saying, partner. Uh, I think you're agreeing with me. I think so. <laughs> yeah, that's uh, – I'm interested to hear the press conference this week because, A, that, that should be brought up. But I don't – I, I want to know who. A, who, who thought that was a good idea? <laughs> and B, who didn't stop the person who thought it was a good idea? <laughs> like, who, who didn't say, hey, hold on. Right. Hold on now. This is Georgia State. All these staff members that have these quality control positions or whatever, none of them were like, mm, are we sure we don't want to turn this into a run? I think, uh, and Big C tweeted this, and I think if Big C is – you know, making statements, you know, what he what he says carries a lot of weight. Yeah. He said it was one of the most irresponsible plays ever called that he can remember. And I think that's... I would have to agree. I think that's that it was irresponsible. It was not necessary. It right. was not needed. And now, if that was like a trick play that you've been practicing and kind of holding back, if you show that look, that, that teams have tape on that now. Right. So, so, so what, if that's like you're, you're like ace in the whole play, why did we use it there? Yeah. <laughs> like... There's nothing about the scenario that we needed it. I, no. I don't. It wasn't even third down. I don't think. And that's where, like, I like the idea of playing aggressive. I think sure. we should play aggressive, hundred percent of a game. But to just start using weird trick plays up fifteen, right? Just, and we're good enough that we can play aggressive, just running up the gut, yeah, and just shooting over their heads. Exactly. Like, have have sudden run a go route, right? Coach Clark, no bombs over Baghdad. What's up? <laughs> yeah. The, Yo, you, you bombed Chase Bryce. <laughs> he was sandpapering pa- Chase Bryce's ass. <laughs> he really was. So, I I mean, I was mad at that play when yeah. it happened. I, I I think everyone was unanimously mad. You're risking your quarterback. I mean, what happens if he gets a concussion? You've got Louisiana and Coastal on the slate. Yes. You, you have, your QB1's right out your, for your two best games. Yes, your, your two most important conference matches are, are coming up. Yeah. But still. Yeah, it just... The scenario didn't call for it. The risk was too grand. There's the the risk reward in that situation was like uh pretty obvious. Yeah. We're we gonna do score another touchdown? Cool. Like go up three possessions? Cool. We're gonna do that anyways. Yeah. Like save stuff like that for when you need it, ultimately. Yeah. Um, I'm glad well, part of me was like Chase Bryce should not have come back in the game. Right. But I think Chase did prove himself to be a leader of this team and be a tough-ass dude Yeah, to come back in and score two more touchdowns. Right. Christian Wells smokes the defense for yeah. a 70-80-yard run. Touchdown oh, and pass. You could tell Chase was mad. Yeah, He knew that it was dirty, and he was, like, ready. He, he said, okay, we're going right. to sandpaper your ass now. Right. You try to sandpaper me, I'm going to sandpaper <laughs> you. So then, cool. Let him come back, get his confidence back, show his team what he's got to show him, and then... Let's you know Hughesman, super senior. He's got more experience than literally any quarterback in on this roster. On the roster, 
let's put in DC uh, Tapscott was dressed up. Yes, he um, was there. We and, saw him, and there were people that were that were saying, "Oh, do you know a freshman that was there and dressed?" DC DC was on TV. We saw him. We yeah. saw him on the sideline. Right. So again, you look at the scenario. It was at a point where we were at. We were. It was like thirty to nine, something like that. You know, the game is locked down. It's fourth quarter, like, and we've got this dominated. Houston did leave a touchdown drive already. Yes, he had it after Chase left. Houston led him down the field and scored a touch, a passing right. touchdown. Right. So you've already got had Houston get meaningful game reps. Right. So we have so many quarterbacks. We have a lot of young quarterbacks as well, which is always dangerous because if you don't let them play for too long, they're just going to bounce. They're just going to transfer. Yeah, somewhere you always got to worry about, especially right. you know people that. DC was recruited by other schools. Right. Uh, highly recruited. Yes. Um, so, and again, you know, I, I forget who we were tweeting back and forth with, but someone mentioned uh, this morning, uh, we're recording this Sunday, um, someone was just talking about wanting, uh, you know, having a freshman get reps before the first game of next season. Because um, remember, Zach Thomas, his first start was Penn State, and he had a monstrous game. That was lightning in a bottle. Yeah, I, I That's wouldn't. That's not going to happen again. I, exactly. Especially that Carolina opener. Our first game against UNC. That's going to be an overcapacity crowd. It will be the biggest game at the Rock ever. It will be on ESPN, ESPN2. It will be on something. It will be on something. For sure. I mean, Carolina won't be as highly ranked preseason next year as they no. were this year. Sam Howell, I'll be shocked if he stays another year. Yeah. I, I think he's going to go to the NFL be a first, second-round draft pick. Um, but... To have that sort of in-state game at the Rock, it's going to be an overcapacity crowd. They're going to have to figure some out. Right. Carolina fans are already talking about purchasing App State season tickets to guarantee they get a right. ticket to it. Because the wine and cheese crowd got the revenue to do so. Yes, the wine and cheese crowd do. <laughs> They're probably going to be up in the north end zone. <laughs> Somebody got to sit there. So that's why we want uh, a young guy to get some snaps. Yeah. I do not want, let's say DC is a starter. Let's just because he was there. Yeah. Let's say he's a starter. I do not want that kid's first snap to be against Chapel Hill at home. Do you know just the excitement? Yes. He's and that's what feeling. It would be incredible if that was his first game against Chapel Hill. He comes out gets the win. But probably not going to happen. And that's how it works. Yeah. And and the game after Chapel Hill is at Texas A and M. Yeah. Which at College Station, that is one of the craziest environments in college football. Yeah. There is, and I guess getting reps at Georgia State does not mimic that. Because something, it's there, something. there will be 72,000 people at right. Texas a and There might have been 1,000 people. <laughs> BGB was joking about it on Twitter that, you know, they did a, a first 1,000 people got a t-shirt and pizza. What'd they do with the 873 slices of pizza <laughs> that they had to give away? <laughs> that place was empty. <laughs> they just fed them to the, to the downtown Atlanta rats. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I get that it's not exactly, you know, giving one of those. But crazy. a rep is a rep. And yes, a rep is a rep. A game time rep is different than a yes. practice rep. And it, it, yeah, even if it's not a hostile environment, it yeah. is. You're kind of getting those jitters of your first college snap out of the way. Right. So not a slight to Chase, not a slight to Huseman, nothing. It's no. just we've got this game on lock in every sense and of the word. You know what? Maybe, maybe the coaching staff already knows that maybe Chase Bryce wants to come back again. Mm. Chase Bryce technically has another year of eligibility. He would be 24 years old. He'd be. He'd be old as me. He'd be literally eligible for the veteran minimum, uh, minimum and maybe, in the NFL. Maybe NIL helps you know, keep guys like that a little longer because yeah. if Chase doesn't think he's going to go to the NFL and have a chance of making a roster, making a practice squad, and he still wants to play football, at least there's a way to monetize his remaining 
yeah. football career. I don't know. So uh, that could be what's happening. Sure. We just haven't we just haven't heard anything sure. about it yet. I I wouldn't bank on it, but yeah. Even still, I I'm always one of those get get kids reps. Right. Get the kids reps. for sure. Um, just a, a couple more thoughts about Georgia State. Um, I think Demarco Jackson. We mention him every game because he deserves it every game. I, I cannot explain how well yes. that dude's playing. I think he's going. To, he he's going to push for a really high draft spot. He might get drafted higher than Darrington got drafted. I mean, we he, did find the one thing that he can't do, and that is secure the football yes. while running. Yes, because he picked uh he picked it off and then held it. What is that? Held it like a bread loaf? Is that the loaf, same loaf of bread? He was yeah. like, "Look what I got! Look what I got!" Yeah, <laughs> and got knocked down, turned over again. Yeah, um, his one weakness. <laughs> I, I'm sure they're they're gonna there's gonna be a drill. They're gonna have a, <laughs> linebackers are gonna have a, a secure the football drill. Yes, yes, or just go down. Right. But, but shout out to Meech. I think he finally got his first sack of the season, if I'm right. Yeah. He was definitely involved. Def- yeah. So I know he's been wanting that bad. He's it, There's been countless plays where he's been he's, like a millisecond exactly. away from he's a sack. He's been in the backfield all year, and it's just right. been so I'm glad somebody else gets it. a sack. Yeah. yeah. Shout out to uh, Caden Smith. Coming Love back. Love having him back. Yeah. Love having him back. That helps with our depth And that's so, such so a much. great story about him being a captain back yep. in his home state. That That was super, super cool to hear. Yeah, especially that that other guys like Sperling came to coach and said, "I'll give up my captain spot for Caden to be a captain this yeah. this week." That's, that's super super cool. That's sick. That's love. So, um, but yeah, I think defense played exceptionally well. And Sixteen points is yeah. only one touchdown is nothing to scoff at. Um, I really liked our offense. I think this was the first time that again I don't remember anything about last season, but feels like the first time we've blown out a conference yeah. opponent in forever. And, and it that's, feels very the, good. It feels old school. Second half of that game, we looked like what we thought we would look like all year. We are who we thought they were. If we can call a game like that and yeah. execute like that, I get we're playing Georgia State. But if we play like that second half team, we'll be in it with Coastal. Oh, 100%. That'll be a ball game. That's a dub. Yeah. That'll be a shootout. Yeah. I'm, I, and that's you know that's what I want to see against Coastal. I would love if that game was in the 40s or 50s. Oh, I would love that too. If Ooh. it was just a Ooh. shootout <laughs> on a Wednesday night. Oh, my God. That'd be good. People would be talking about that. Yes. That'd be sick. Oh, and we're going to be the primetime game. Yep. We are going to be the only game that's on that Wednesday night. No NFL. Right. Maybe you got baseball playoffs. Oh. Oh. Also, everyone, just real quick, we're not going to be ranked for that game. No. I know some people are. No. We just kind of talked about this earlier. We have not really played a competitive schedule, and we aren't dominating that uncompetitive schedule. Yeah. So AP, we're not going to be ranked. Voters, yeah. We'll be ranked after we beat Coastal. Yeah. Oh, but we're yeah. not going to be ranked before yeah, that. No. I mean, uh, it would take a lot. We'd have to beat Louisiana by astronomical proportions. <laughs> we would, they, it would have to be like 65-0. Right. Which may happen. They're not what they were last year, but yeah, they, had a, they, they know what this game they means. They barely they, beat South Alabama. Right. Right, um, they they want to win this game, but I mean, and they've had they've had troubles getting people in the stands there. Yeah, which is so crazy after the year they had last year that they're having problems getting people yeah. in the stands. Yeah, we, yeah. So I, I'm excited for that game. It'll be a Tuesday night. That's embarrassing, but it is what it is. Yeah. Shout out Keith Gill, big ups Gill. Yeah, <laughs> and that's like the Wednesdays are bad. Tuesday is a terrible night that's to put something on TV. Yeah. Tuesday is a <laughs> abysmal time to watch sports. I don't think to watch sports on Tuesday. No. I'm in class on Tuesday nights. <laughs> so I'm not sure. Uh, I'll, I'll have that on my computer, I guess, for the right. first half. Uh, yeah, big dub. Love seeing it. 
we got one more thing we want to talk about, but real quick, I want to give you all a preview. While we were in Boone for the Marshall game, we did a, an excellent sit-down interview with uh, Max and Andre from the football video team. They yeah. came over to our, our Airbnb, which was called Stonehenge. It's on Airbnb.com. It's called Stonehenge. Shout out Stonehenge. Out meet camp. We uh, did like a solid like hour-long conversation, and they were super open about everything, yeah. about the creative process, working with Jerry Moore for the Troy's Diner shoot how they go into creating a video, what the timeline looks like, working with players, stuff like yeah. that. It was an awesome, It was awesome just conversation. incredible to hear just like how short their turnarounds are. Right. It's remarkable. And probably one of the coolest things we talked about, or at least one of the more um, well-known things we talked about, is we had a very open conversation about Duke football straight up stealing, stealing the Hennigan video. Stealing the Hennigan video of the player coming out of the, the water and revealing the jersey. And uh, Max and Andrea were super open about how that conver- how they discovered it, how they heard about it, what's happened it, since. And Duke responded to them, all that stuff. So we want to play y'all a little sample of that. We're gonna drop the whole episode pretty soon here. Again, it's like an hour long, but it is like not. It's just so so interesting. Yeah. To listen to it and and learn more about what goes into the process of these videos that we love so much. So here's a quick little sample of uh, of that interview that you guys can't expect. Uh, so. <laughs> I was getting mentioned in this video, and I think I like looked down, make sure the teacher wasn't looking. I was like, "What is this?" And I like I saw the first frame, I'm like, "Oh no, they did!" Oh no! <laughs> they did it. And I wasn't gonna, I was just gonna like maybe like the mentions. I wasn't gonna post anything about it, but then a, a guy that used to be in my position uh, made that side by side, and I was like, "Oh, it's exact." Like right. I didn't. This is plagiarism. I didn't realize it right. even at the time that it was that like close of a copy. Right. Parker, I've got a little brain. Uh, exercise for you okay. so we can round this episode out. Oh, yeah. What would have to happen for a ticket to an Appalachian State University Mountaineers football game, varsity football game, not club, varsity football game at Kimber yeah. Stadium? Yeah. What would have to happen for that ticket to cost one dollar? A dollar. One U.S. dollar, 2021 inflation. 100 pennies. Yes. What would have to happen? This is a great question. I wonder where you got it from. It was my question. I just want to have my credit. Okay, nope. go ahead no and plagiarism. answer. Go ahead and no answer. No plagiarism. Um, a lot would have to happen. What kind of, from today to whatever date that the ticket would be $1, how many how long, years like how long would, would that pass? Take? I w- it has to be 10 plus. There's, I, I don't see any a way. A decade. Even if we like lost every game for the next five years. I still don't see the ticket getting under a dollar. Go ahead and tell the good folks at home why we are talking about this hypothetical. Because yesterday, a uh, big matchup in the SEC. I don't, if you haven't heard about this, you're living under a rock. The Vanderbilt Commodores hosted uh, UConn. The Huskies. UConn. Um, and tickets to this game in Nashville, an SEC football game, you could buy them on StubHub for $1. So let's go ahead, go ahead and give them the rundown of how that game went. Because surely that game was worth more than a dollar, right? So it ended um, 28 to 30. Vanderbilt won. Uh, UConn's quarterback threw two interceptions. He had two touchdowns. They, they, had, they had three quarterbacks. What were these, uh, these teams' records? Uh, Vanderbilt was 1-3 and, and UConn was 0-5. Mm-hmm. And Vanderbilt, uh, need I remind you, uh, lost to ETSU earlier this season. 
A bitter rivalry. <laughs> it goes back centuries. Goes back. Um, yeah. How'd that game end? A little bit of a spectacle. Uh, last second field goal by Vanderbilt. So Vanderbilt had to. Vanderbilt Kick it as time expired to be independent, not by choice. <laughs> Kicked out of the AAC. Independent by force, UConn. I cannot imagine watching that game. I I would rather do 800 million things before watching that. <laughs> and a bit of a sequel is coming up on this weekend. Uh, UConn, who is defeated, is now playing defeated UMass uh, for the battle of the losers for their first one of the season. That's going to be a blockbuster hit, I think. Yeah. That may be on. That may be streamed on Facebook. <laughs> <laughs> this is saying a CUSA game. So for me, what it would take for an Appalachian State University football game ticket to be $1. I am going to agree with you. It's going to take at least 10 years. Yes. Because even when, obviously the stadium's not going to be sold out, but the tickets are still not going to be a dollar. If we've had like three losing seasons in a row. Yes. Especially the Boomineers. They're gonna be there in spirit. They're gonna oh, be like, "Oh yeah, the people that we'll get it." We, I remember our history. I remember what we used to be. Armani, please use your COVID eligibility year and come back, please. <laughs> the great one has returned. <laughs> like those people are still gonna be there. They're still gonna buy season tickets. You know, I think it's gonna have to be at least like a like a decade of losing seasons, but not just like, you know, five and seven. This is going to have to be a decade of going like 1 and 11. 1 and 11, 2 and 10, losing to Southern every year. Right. Just Southern becomes a powerhouse. Southern becomes like so, something happens. Southern goes to the SEC. And then maybe the tickets will be a dollar. It and the stadium would have to be expanded so that there are more <laughs> seats. <laughs> yes. There yes, supply and demand would have yes. to be affected. Yes. There'd have to be an abundance of tickets. <laughs> like if if we turned Kid Brewer into like an eighty thousand seat, they're gonna stadium. knock down all those trees behind. No, the, uh... th- those trees are gonna become seats. They're oh. gonna put tree houses there. Uh, wait a minute, wait, actually. Yo, I right, nobody take that idea. That's we're sick. gonna pitch this. That is sick. I, I would love a treehouse there. That'd be awesome. That'd be so cool. <laughs> so uh, you know, I, I just I think we uh, we want to remind everyone of this so everyone knows when things are gloomy. You know, a loss to Miami, a gut punch. Things feel bad. It could Just be so keep in mind. Much worse. The tickets to our games could be one dollar. So I'm looking at UConn. Um, they haven't won a game since October nineteenth of twenty nineteen. Do you know what school they beat? UMass. UMass. Oh no. <laughs> yep, they won. 5635 October 2019. No. They only won two games that season. They beat UMass and they beat Wagner College by 3 points. Oh no. Yeah. Lost to Illinois, Indiana, UCF, South Florida, Tulane, Houston, the Naval Academy, Cincy, ECU and Temple. But you know what is worth more than a dollar, Parker? What? Use gold room 15. Use gold room 15. 
houseunitedsports.com and use gold room 15 that's right folks thank you everyone for listening remember go to our sponsor houseunitedsports.com follow house united on twitter a uh, portion of all their uh purchases go to uh, all their sales go to the yosef club and, and de- directly support our student athletes use gold room 15 15 percent off your order go get some of that sick demetrius taylor merch uh, get you faded a hoodie clark faded hoodie right get something but either way no matter what you do use, use gold, gold room 15. 15 all right that's enough that's all enough right, all, right, all right thank you